Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Hey everyone, today's episode of Strictly Hip Hop has a new guest, my boy Jed. He is really dope. He's a person that I met on Clubhouse. He's a producer, songwriter, label owner. Um, and we just kind of get into the conversation that I've been wanting to have for pretty much two years now at least. And that's the feature run idea. And comparing the three that we love to compare so much on this podcast, Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, and Drake. Um, it's always fun to compare these three. So we're comparing specific windows of their feature run. Um, J. Cole, as we, as you know, in 2018, 2019, had that legendary feature run that he announced, including the Dreamville album and all of that. And then Kendrick had his 2016, 2017 run with Damn, leading up to the release of Damn and then post-Damn. And then Drake. Drake was the most consistent of all of them. So it was kind of harder to narrow it down. Um, but I ended up going with a specific time range of Drake, and then we kind of broadened it at the end to just overall features and of the three artists. But it's it's an interesting thing. It's an interesting question of how important are people's uh, feature runs in their legacy. And so we kind of look at that and take so take a look at some historical feature runs as well, and really just kind of dive into this it, this discussion that I just always have wanted to have and was waiting for the perfect guest. And I feel like Jed was the perfect guest so shout out to him um a link to his stuff is in the description of this podcast so i encourage you to go check it out give him a follow all of that he's a real dope genuine dude uh, i'm not gonna do too much promotion stuff uh just basically look out for imperial media chris platty show episode two coming on youtube coming very soon um i have another nba podcast dropping simultaneously this day because tomorrow if you did not see it on my instagram i will be out for the next couple days with some, with my wisdom teeth being removed. So I'm definitely not going to be potting the next couple days uh, until I recover. And so I just wanted to give you guys some good content. And I know it's been a little dry recently. Um, that's been because a lot of, a lot of shifting of my schedule and also just a lot of, um, a, a lot of stuff, especially regarding, you know, dentist appointments and things like that, getting myself set up for this procedure that I'm having, um, and all of that. So I apologize for the, uh, I apologize for the delay in content, but um, I got two podcasts coming today, and I got more coming right around the corner. Um, and if in the meantime, if you missed it, check out my uh, episode one of the Chris Platy Show on Imperial TV. Check out uh, my my feature on Dead End Hip Hop's channel. I, I reviewed the Blast album. So yeah, man. Without further ado, let's get into all of it. Um, if you don't, please follow me on Twitter and Instagram at real Chris Platy, C-H-R-I-S-P-L-A-T-T-E. I know you know how to spell real. That's all the housekeeping I got for you today. Let's get into today's episode, debating the feature runs of J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, and Drake. Let's go.
Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Strictly Hip Hop. As always, I'm your host, Chris Platty. And coming on the show for the first time is my guy, Jedekiah, producer, songwriter, artist, clubhouse friend. Um, just really enjoyed our hip hop conversations we've had over the last uh, over the last week or two on Clubhouse, and I wanted to bring him on the podcast for this very special uh, this special debate in this special podcast that I'm working on right now. But before we get into that, man, you are in Texas right now. I will not disclose your location any deeper than that if you don't want me to. But I just want to first off, you know, say check in with you and see, you know, how are, how are you doing? How is everything there? Because I I've heard a lot of a, a lot of terrible things. I mean, it's it's a little crazy. There's pipes busting all all through the complex, but we're living, man. We're, we're surviving. The electricity got cut down for like two days, bro. It was crazy. Jeez. And, and you know this is just my obvious ignorance as a as a Michigander being somebody that's so used to the snow you know I was one of those people that unfortunately when 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 it first happened when when the storm very first hit Texas I was like six inches of snow you know now they know what we're dealing with in Michigan but it's right. just it is just a different level um especially when you're in a in a climate that's not used to handling those things you adjust to it like uh, I think of my my relatives deep up in Canada. I have relatives that are very deep north in Canada, and you know what they go through weather wise is even different than the Midwest and and the extremities that what would be otherworldly to us would be uh, would be pretty normal to them. So it's one of those things that it kind of once you step out of you know your everyday experience and you factor in that yeah like this is why you know snow snow in Texas is is a lot worse than it is in. Uh, Michigan, because Michigan is, you know, used to dealing with it, you adjust to it, all of that stuff. Whereas this is a this is a whole different ball game for you guys. So everyone is good on your side. Everything's everything's straight. Absolutely, man. I, I appreciate you asking. It's it's definitely different because like we definitely get snow over the past decade or so, but we deal more so with ice. Like mm-hmm. our streets just ice. So I. When my electricity shut off, I drove to my sister's house and I made it all the way there, bro. <laughs> and then I asked my homie, I was like, "Yo, you want to drift? Cause we're in the snow." And he's like, "Nah, bro, we're gonna crash into a curb." <laughs> and I made it to my sister's house and drifted on her street and crashed into a curb. And it was the funniest <laughs> shit. Yeah, damn. Man. Well, glad everything is good. Glad every everyone is safe on your side, man. Let's get to it because this is a podcast that I've been truthfully wanting to do for a very long time. I looked at my notes and I first made this note in August of 2019 when J. Cole announced that he was doing his last feature um, and that he mm. was ending his feature run. And I thought about, I've always liked the idea of feature runs. We always talk about, you know, obviously the Lil Wayne uh, feature run, Jay-Z's feature run, like all of the great artists. And we're talking about the all-time greats here. We're not just talking about, you know, artists that are artists that are talented. We're talking about the, the greats, the cream of the crop. And when we look at their, every one of them has some type of run where they where they string together either a high volume of features or just a lot of memorable features back to back to back. So before we get into this, we're debating Cole's feature run, Kendrick's feature run, and Drake's feature run. Not all of their features, but a a, a but a but a portion like a, a moment when they made an actual run where they're consecutively streaming uh, streaming features at a high volume. So before we get to those uh, those years, which I'll outline all the tracks as we get to them, uh, just 
how important is it to you, Jed, about the importance of a feature run? Like, how how much does it value uh, an artist's hip hop legacy? Man, I love I love the idea of this podcast, and I appreciate you having me on it for this. Um, I think feature runs are probably like having a child, man. <laughs> <laughs> like you, if if you could do a feature and top the artist who made the song which features are for really mm-hmm. um then man that that's goaded like on top of the artists we're talking about featuring on each other's songs and e- killing each other on them right so uh, i'm excited to dive into it man yeah man i mean would, would you just like so i look at like a factor of what determines a great hip-hop artist right like you you look at um obviously their their album their 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 discography, their um, you know, their their commercial success, uh, their critical, their their critical reception, all of these things. But I think that uh, a feature run. As I dove into this, I just kept seeing it, and every artist that we would consider a hip hop legend had a great feature run at some point. So I think it is a very important thing. It, it it's probably not as important as having amazing albums, but it's an important part of hip hop, especially when we talked what you just talked about with you know getting together and trying to beat somebody on their own track which is which is you know the stem of hip-hop is is the the lyrical competition that it presents so it's been important to me and we're looking at particularly 2018 to 2019 j cole's feature run uh which was basically post kod then you have kendrick's what i call his damn run which was 2016 leading up to damn and then finishing the rest of 2017 and then we're looking at Drake. Drake was the more difficult one because he's been he's been that guy that's consistently featured, and he's pretty much every single year he's had one of the biggest records um, that not even of his own music because he releases at a higher volume than Kendrick and Drake uh, or yeah. Kendrick and Cole, which which we talked about on Clubhouse. But um, particularly with Drake, like he literally finds a way to also be featured on one of the biggest songs of the year so with drake we're really looking at um i I looked at quite a few years there's a there's of course a a honorable mention to the 2015 2016 run where he where he absolutely went bonkers with future meek sean amigos yg khaled rihanna like he had he had a great 2015 2016 run which is pretty much relatively on the same level but I'm looking particularly at his 2011-2012 run because I think that's an interesting blend of of Drake. It's sort of the transition of of Drake from the just being featured on every Lil Wayne song, um, you know, performing lyrically to then kind of doing the poetic justice, like the pop songs that still obviously have lyrics in it and are and are rooted in lyrics, but it has uh, but it has more pop and melodic features to it. So. I'll I'll just pose it to you like I'll just pose it to you like this. Looking at the looking at the feature runs, J. Cole, and I I'll, I'll try not to make this winded, but I'll just highlight their um their features real quick in these runs. Right. So J. Cole's 2018-2019 run, you got his feature Trippy on Anderson Pack's song, um, Ari Lennox, Shea Butter Baby. He had the London with Trav and Young Thug. He had Purple mm-hmm. Emoji with Ty Dow Sign. He had Off These with Jid. How did I mm. get here with Offset? Say Nah with Moneybag Yo. Pretty Little Fears with Black. Um, the Rhapsody song I uh, I never know how to pronounce it. And it's one of my favorite albums ever. Eva Sojourner. 
I believe is how you say it. I, I honestly don't know because they never I, say it in the song. I just say juvenile as a joke. And maybe okay. Like... We'll, we'll roll with that. We'll roll with that. S juvenile, we'll call it. S juvenile. Uh, and then and then obviously he, he got a string of features on the Dreamville album, Down Bad, Sacrifices, Under mm-hmm. the Sun, Remembrant. Um, he had the freestyle with Wale called My Boy. He had Tribe with Boss. He had Out of Sight, Out of Mind with J-Rock on Redemption. He had Bob Boat on Royce of Five Nines, um, Book of Ryan album. And then he had American Dream, which he actually collaborated with Kendrick Lamar and uh, Young Jeezy. And then we get to Kendrick Lamar, 2016-2017 run, Freedom with Beyonce, L.A. with Ty Dallas Sign, Holy Key with DJ Khaled and Big Sean, No More Parties in L.A., Kanye West, What Is Wrong, Isaiah Rashad, God Is Fair, Sexy Nasty, Mac Miller, Really Doe, the posse cut off Danny Brown's album, Atrocity Exhibition, with Absol and Earl, uh, Starboy off the Weekends album, Walk On, uh, Walk On By, Thundercat off Drunk, Perfect Pint, Sway Lee and Gucci Man. The, he he remixed Mask Off with Future, uh, Doves on the Doves in the Wind on SZA's album, Power with Rhapsody on her album Layla Wisdom, uh, Yeah Right, Vince Staples, Big Fish Theory. The City, YG Hootie, which was a low-key one that he did for for a LA artist. Uh, Kites off the NERD album, as well as Don't Do It off that same album. And then American Dream with, as mentioned before, J. Cole and Young Jeezy. And then lastly, Drake, which is the shortest of them all. Looking at his 2011, he had In the Morning with J. Cole. He had She Will with Lil Wayne off the Carter Four. He had Aman One with DJ Khaled. 2012, he had fucking problems with asap rocky he had poetic justice with kendrick amen with meek round of applause with waka flaka no lie with two chains and stay scheming with rick ross so i'll just pose it to you simple simply put if you had to pick a num, uh if you had to rank them one through three who's your number three on on these feature runs kendrick hmm okay and why do you say that i just say that because <clears throat> okay are we going off of like selling records and popularity or are we going like who like killed the verses bar for bar i mean you know i i think the criteria is always a little bit of everything i'm that guy not to not to play the okay. fence but uh but i think that everything but everybody has their own criteria so you know if you if you value maybe the 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 commercial success of a record more than more than necessarily um the lyrical bar for bar performance that, that it is because some tracks aren't meant to be lyrical bar for bar um and some tracks aren't yeah. meant to just be deep cuts or they're just meant to be you know part of the album rather than a standout track so you know however you want to gauge it is up to you just kind of explain your criteria and why you uh why you have him number three of of, of the three yeah let me let me explain why he, Kendrick Lamar is on the bottom. <laughs> I think this is not a discredit to Kendrick Lamar. Obviously, he, we're talking about greatest of all time here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think I've heard. Mm, th- did you say wow? Uh, no, I did not. Jay Rock, yeah. I did not. I actually forgot to list that one. Wow, yeah, that's that's actually see, among among one of my favorites. Yeah, see that. 
I've been listening to that a lot lately, but that's like the only one I could think that I I really say when I'm around people and I'm like, y'all hear this or y'all or I play music around people. It's mm-hmm. it's never really Kendrick. Okay. So for that reason, he's out. Um, <laughs> um, that's fair. I mean, listen, a big part of music is is sharing it. You know what I mean? And and like playing the right music in the right settings and. Honestly, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll spoil it a little bit. I had Kendrick as my number one. Um, oh, yeah. Of, of the feature run. And what I, and what I, everything you argued though, is the, is the way I would concede because, you know, the argument against Kendrick is that, you know, these, these other artists, particularly Drake had bigger songs that were commercial that are more easy to listen to and, and, and are listenable in, in more versatile settings than Kendrick. But, I just enjoyed really uh I just really enjoyed especially when it when it kind of tied in with Damn and how Damn was literally every single song on Damn Kendrick had at least one line claiming that he was the best rapper and yeah. he really went for that and and brought that energy to the features and he did a lot of he did a lot of things on a feature run that I thought were impressive that I feel like I'm in the minority of being impressed by like Walk On By with Thundercat um, that ended up being one of the most popular songs on the album, but it's definitely when you listen to it, it's a deep cut record. And then, you know, and then he's got like "God Is Fair," "Sexy Nasty" with Mac Miller. That's like the closing to a Mac uh, to a Mac Miller album. So he kind of went for the songs that just gravitated towards him, rather than um, rather than also rather than just trying to get on the biggest record or the record yeah, that he believed was the biggest. Out. Yeah. And I enjoyed that, and I enjoyed that. Um, I enjoyed that. You know, he had the no more parties in LA where he tried to go bar for bar with Kanye West. Um, Holy Key with Big Sean, which was uh, is a standout record for me. I think him and Big Sean went absolutely amazing toe to toe there. Uh, Power with Rhapsody was was really good. But again, these are these are more lyrical performances. These are more. Um, and then he took records like Mask Off with Future and then remixed, remixed it. But but instead of taking a hit song that was commercial and commercializing it, he went for this is my chance to like showcase my, uh, you know, showcase how dope I am. And he's literally t- comparing himself to Prince and like all this wild shit. And so right. I I just enjoyed that part of it because I think of like this, the, the story of Kendrick and I think of like what a feature run is. And I look at it as a as a way to cement cement your legacy. And there's multiple ways to to cement your legacy, which we'll get to when we get to Drake. But yeah. um, but I think when it comes to when it comes to the feature run and the way Kendrick did it, was he could have gone one of two ways. He could have gone the let me try and get on every record that I believe is going to be the most popular, kind of like what he did in 2013 with hopping on you know fucking problems and stuff like that. But right. I like that he went for the he went for this is going to be my run of features where I'm just trying to be the absolute best on every song and steal this song, and I think he did that the most consistently. Um, on it, honestly, when it comes to when it comes to especially like from a lyrical side, I think he I think he I had three songs of the seventeen of the eighteen songs that I named, um, including Wild Freestyle, which I didn't name, but including that one. I would there was only three that I have marked down that I don't think that Kendrick, you know, was the was the shining star the or the spotlight, the 100% spotlight on. So I think that that was great when you especially when you look at, you know, the fact that he jumped in with lyrical guys like I said Big Sean, Kanye West, uh, 
Um, you know, I mean, at Danny Brown, Absol, Earl Sweatshirt, like he he took this time to really step in with a lot of different types of artists and and go with the lyrical artists, but then also with the with you know the the pop artists and 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 still just take the the song in a whole different direction. And I appreciate that. So that's why I had him. I had him one. That's yeah. I, uh... So there's no wrong answers, man. <laughs> there's definitely, there's no, definitely not. There's definitely not. I, okay. I agree with you, actually, uh, to to a certain extent. I do think that like J Cole's features, like on sacrifices and uh, that Sojourner record we were talking about with Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even there's so many like his the. Kendrick is a storyteller, I want to say, mm-hmm. and mm, I, how do I how do I word this the right way? Because I don't want to not get my point across. Like J Cole is like uh, a picture painter, right? He mm-hmm. paints pictures for you, so you can like vividly see the image, mm-hmm. rather than J Cole, not J Cole, Kendrick Lamar. Um, is more of like a a book writer and a storyteller and he takes mm. you on like this whole long journey like i i listen to j cole which he would be my number two for features okay. feature runs um i would listen to j cole's features uh to bring up off d's you feel me mm-hmm. with jid jid that goes crazy i think yeah. he did better than jid and i i hold jid up up there on like bar 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 for bar rappers yeah i think and and that's funny because i actually had cole i had cole three um and the the reason like like you said i think that's a good point and that's well well i'm admitting that that's why i picked kendrick one i'm also conceding why that could be the reason that he's not one because you look at a particular song that i don't know how familiar you are with but walk on by the thundercat album that uh, the thundercat song that i mentioned earlier is literally just it's a it's a 16 bar verse but he's telling a story about um about some like about how he set up some dude and like you know shot at him but then he ended up you know thinking he was thinking he was a gangbanger but in reality he was a he was a man coming home from like the military some some crazy shit that like you just you just he heard the title track saying thundercat saying this is going to be called walk on by and he literally writes this whole verse and and talks about the at the end shooting him in the leg and watching him walk on by and like tying the concept to the song and like sometimes trying to concept that uh like tying to the concept to the album like weekend talked about that so i kind of yeah. like held that into a higher esteem but that's a totally different feature style than it than like you said j cole who does a great job at painting a picture and and i like that analogy that you use i think it works perfectly because kendrick is more of a more of a, a a detailed story writer than J. Cole is just kind of makes you yeah. feel what he's saying and and he tells the story but most times but he tells it in a way that's very clear very easy to easy to you know put together versus Kendrick you know it's that reward of if you listen to the song three times then you kind of get it a little bit more and in the streaming era where there's a billion songs you can listen to whatever you want I mean how many people are listening to songs that many times so I, I can concede that um, the thing I had with J. Cole was that, you know, he his feature run is great. And my, my thing, the reason why I had him three is because I don't think of the three, 
he dominated the presence of the song as consistently as the other two. Like he definitely had the songs like Bobo Boat, The London, American Dream, which actually has Kendrick on it, and he definitely outperformed Kendrick. Um, you know, Tribe with 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 Boz. Like he he dominates a lot of these records. But then there's some where it's not necess- where he either gets outshined or he definitely doesn't outshine the artist. And and with J Cole's features, the way I look at his features is he always looked he always looked like he was with his features. The goal was to was to just be the standout moment was to top everybody. So like he got on like Down Bad, he got on Under the Sun, which everybody those are songs that are, even though they're popular. They are at the end of the day. They are kind of like posse cut. Like those are bar driven tracks. Yeah, and I'm sure they're really lyrical. Yeah, and Cole holds his well, own to on a all certain of them. extent. I, I wanted to budge in on. I don't. Yeah. I don't mean to interrupt. I wanted to agree with you on what you were saying about Kendrick. I, I want to put it out there that Kendrick is the better lyricist, and he has, in my opinion, a more expanded vocabulary. Mm-hmm. But I think Jay Cole's like flows like he make him a better like I don't want to say rapper but like a flower like mm-hmm. he has a better cadence than Kendrick Lamar does. Yeah, in my opinion, I I definitely I definitely can see that a hundred percent. Cole always comes across as very listenable. Um, it, it's weird when I. I've had the argument with people that are like, you know, is J. Cole, is J. Cole average or is he bad? Like, and then just like, dude, like, you don't like, like, I, <laughs> I, I have a lot of people like, you know, those memes of like J. Cole, like, oh, it puts him to sleep type stuff. And, and I, I've, I've just never gotten that narrative to me. Cole has always just been very, very listenable, very easy to digest. Um, and there's a, and there's also a brilliance in, there's a beauty in, in uh, simplicity, I should say. And, you know, Cole does that extremely well. And again, the re- the only reason I had him third is because I think he it seemed like his intent was every single song to be the to be the the, the moment that everybody talked about. And I think there was a lot of times when um, he got on tracks and he was he was never he never slouched on any of his features. I don't think any of these three ever slouched on any of the features that we're naming today. But um, there were times when he was it wasn't it wasn't clear that he was the standout moment or that he actually did you know get get beat but again he was never performing bad so again we're we're splitting hairs we're talking about all-time greats here but that's essentially why i had cole um cole three yeah i can't blame you man i mean that's why i love having this discussion is because like you know it's making me rethink and reconsider things i've never really considered um I don't want to move on to Drake just yet. I want to. I want to keep it here for a second. Um, <laughs> Let's go. I think um, over all time, man, feature runs. I would have to move Kendrick up, just because longevity wise. Um, fucking problems that's mm-hmm. probably I, I can still say that shit word for word kendrick's verse like right. that's just one of those things um but you know this is also a time 
where Kendrick was dropping good kid Mad City and things, and this is an album we bring up every time we bring up Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. So it, it leaves me wondering, do we have to really be do we have to know who Kendrick Lamar is already to like the music that he drops? Like mm. you feel me? Yeah, I think I think that the answer to that is yes. Like despite me being uh, being a huge Kendrick fan, I definitely think I definitely think the answer is yes because I I've actually in the course of through my Instagram and Snapchat and whatever and through the following that I've gained, there's been a lot of people that, you know, came across me and liked what I do but not fully understanding, you know, the 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 inner dynamics of hip hop and everything and so and just music in general. And so for example, I have a, a friend of mine. I just started putting her on to some music, and she she wanted me to put her on to some rap. So I was sending her some songs, and I started with the simple songs of like Drake, Kendrick, and and Cole, and all that. And you know, one of the things was I noticed about her was that as she sat with the music more, and she got to like she actually gave it more time, and she kind of got to understand kind of who Kendrick is. Because then she started asking me questions about Kendrick personally. You know, like as far as as far as like uh, I was explaining to her how he's like the only rapper to ever win a Pulitzer and things like that, and so once she once she kind of started to understand those things, she started to look at him differently. So I think that you're a hundred percent right um, when it comes to when it comes to Kendrick. That particularly, I wouldn't say at the end of the day you totally need to, um, especially for songs like Fucking Problems, where I think he's just absolutely hypnotic, ear catching, and distinctive. And, yeah, yeah, and distinctive is a, is a great word. But I think that, yeah, if you want to get into the walk-on-bys or the the songs that I mentioned that I hold in high regard for Kendrick Features, it's like, yeah, you have to kind of get into the the the, the essence and the and the nuance of who Kendrick is. And I think that I think that, that applies to Cole as well and, and Drake. Actually, I think it applies to all three, but I think it applies to Kendrick by far the most. Um, because Drake, you know, it, it's when we get to Drake, we'll talk about, you know, how he it's the narrative that he's created about, you know, his love life, you know, about how he's just, he's painted himself as this, as this ladies man, who's always looking for, you know, who's always looking for a relationship, but at the same time, walking that line of just being a superstar and going through the, the, you know, the superstar life, the rock star life. And you know, what that kind of, what that kind of affects and, and changes relationships that he has with certain women. And so, there's a narrative that you have to understand with, with Drake. And then with J. Cole, you have to understand that he's just this guy who's like, all I'm about is like good vibes and like talking for my people, representing my people, my community. And, you know, I'm a very simple man and blah, blah. I don't do all of the industry stuff. So I think it applies to all three, but I think it's by far the most with Kendrick. And I think that gets back to what you talked about earlier with Kendrick's, the way he writes is very, is 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 very much like a book rather than um rather than a painting and i think that that really uh showcases why kendrick you have to kind of buy into more yeah absolutely so okay j cole over the years would you say we're excluding albums features only Mm -hmm. obviously you would you would say he's number three. Mm-hmm. Okay, and now when we bring in Drake, are we only bringing in the 2010, 2012 era, or are we bringing his all time features in? 
Well, we'll we'll start with the we'll start with the the pod conversation, which was the which was the run itself, and then we'll expand beyond the scope of that because I I think there is a lot of value in, like I mentioned at the top of it, the value of Drake just being around and you looking at essentially since two thousand nine, he's had one of the biggest songs of every year of the last yeah. twelve years, and I think that that's obviously something that puts him ahead. And why I would say of all these artists, if you're considering all their features, Drake is absolutely the best because he's had the most consistency. I mean, Kendrick and Cole have literally went, you know, almost two years without without a single feature, without a single song released. And they've done that almost multiple times. So for uh so for me, Drake's consistency is is very much uh puts him over the top of all three of them all time. But I wanna again talk about the run because I think that there's there's this mo there's this thing in hip hop where you look at just like the the runs, the peak wanes, the 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 real like peak of peak moments, which is I think at the end of the day where I like to get into the um where I like to debate because I think I think it's much more fun to debate somebody at the peak of their powers rather than you know taking in totality the rise and the fall, which you know yeah. it is something that is more common with athletes than artists, but still it it applies to artists as well. Artists have a prime. I've done a podcast on on you know the the idea of artists having a prime and defining that which was a really dope conversation if anyone missed that check that one out but yeah i i want to start with the 2010 to 2012 range where he had he had the lil wayne features um he had he had some rihanna features he had uh he he worked with j cole he did the i'm i one with dj Khaled, which is probably of all the songs we mentioned in the particular feature run is probably one of the biggest uh, again, fucking problems with Kendrick. He was also on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Poetic Justice, a Kendrick Lamar song mm-hmm. that Drake was featured on. Um, Stay so yeah, scheming. that's why he was number two. Yeah, Stay Scheming, absolutely huge. Uh, even No Lie with Two Chains. I forgot about how big that was until I yeah. until I listened oh, to geez. it. Got and it's like, I got everything. Oh, yeah. badass, that's all me. I'm high. He, he <laughs> killed it. Like the way the way Drake like. And, and I think, and I think as I as I work this out, like with Drake and Kendrick, uh, when I pick Kendrick, I a hundred percent admit that it's a it's a personal preference because with Drake, like if we just look at the domination, like Drake dominates a song because a lot of times he'll do the hook in a verse or like he just makes it like a like a Drake song. And you look at you know when he does Look Alive with Black Boy JB, which is out of the mm-hmm. realm of the time we're talking about, but is a perfect example of Drake taking a song. That's not his song, but it feels like his song at the end of the day. And I think Kendrick, well, Kendrick would have like the shiny moment of his song, in my opinion. He would have the best moment, but it wouldn't feel like a like it's now Kendrick's song. It would it would Drake. It feels like it's Drake's song when he comes so on. So I got a, a lot question for you. Yeah, you you bring up Kendrick rapping with Big Sean and Kanye, right? Mm-hmm. So what about blessings? Yeah, Drake, Drake, Big Sean, and Kanye. Yeah, I mean that was uh that was one that was in the 2015 and 2016 round, which I think was just absolutely. I think I think he had he I think he had two great great particular like consecutive runs again with Drake. He's one of like he had you know he had the songs like uh, Tuesday in 2014. That was like probably his and Who Do You Love with YG. He had two mm-hmm. really big features that year, but that was pretty much all he did that year. But he then, did steal that first too. Yes. He stole that. And so when you get into 2015, particularly when we're looking at like, you know, year or two year runs of, of features of like consistent runs, 
and where they're active and it's a higher volume than they normally do. 2015, 2016 is also right up there with Kendrick and Cole's, um, you know, Kendrick's damn run that we're talking about and Cole's uh, 2018, 2019 run that we're talking about. So, I mean, he had just to outline it, like you said, blessings. Uh, Versace with Migos. Where you at with Future? Uh, Why you always hating with YG? For free with DJ Khaled. Um, Tuesday. Yeah, he had he had also he had the 100 with Game, which was one of my favorites. Um, yeah. Used to this with Future. Uh, work with Rihanna, which I I never I never grew to like that song like that um, personally. But again, that that's not um, it's I can't deny how big of a record that was. Yeah. So. Like so you wait, look at this. The songs with Future were those off of their collab album? No, I didn't actually count their collab album, um, because that was like them. That was like establishes them as like a joint venture um, type of thing. So right. I I kind of took them. I took them off the list. But yeah, if we want to, you know, ex- obviously nah, include those. It's yeah, checking. yeah. Because huh. um, I wouldn't also consider like a kind. I wouldn't consider like Hove and Kanye's feature run like watch the throne you know what i mean that was like a, a moment that they came together yeah. type of thing um but yeah i mean you look at drake's and it's like it's just it's remarkable like especially um again some of the 2010 songs like right above it with lil wayne gonorrhea uh with again with lil wayne like you know aston martin with rick ross unthinkable with alicia keys the remix like he had so many good records and it was and it was interesting with drake too because he shifted right like those songs that I first mentioned, you know, they sound like if you if you remember those songs, they're they're songs where Drake is coming in with the intention of out rapping Lil Wayne, the hottest rapper on the planet at the time. And the, and then you get all the way to uh, like two years later at Poetic Justice. And again, he's not trying to out rap. He's not trying to out rap Kendrick. He's just trying to fit the song and take it in a more yeah, popular yeah, yeah. direction. And so like he he just really. It, that feature run in particular showcases just the the transition of Drake as not only in his own music but just at, like his entire artistry. He went from he went from this lyrical performance and he still has those lyrical performances in him that that, that we've seen in every single Drake album. But again, it's kind of the shift in focus of him from going to the I'm going to out rap your favorite rapper to no I'm going to make the hottest song that stays in the club forever absolutely there i have to i agree everything you're saying um now we're looking at 2010 to 2012 Mm -hmm. as as his uh peak yeah i absolutely i do um i do have to say though his bb king freestyle feature Oh man. Probably so his good. best feature yet. I, I mean, wouldn't I wouldn't know if I would give it that yet, but it's it's up there. It's on the short list for sure. It's so it's so good. Cuz it's so good. I mean, he also did good on like Gold Roses with uh Rick Ross. That's recent. Oh yeah, absolutely. Too, but, uh, and then of know, course Sicko the... Mode and all that. Like he's had some he's had some great features recently too. Um yeah, and the, those are like real bars so we know like trying to you know eat eat up the tracks now but when we go back to like 2014 he he was doing like uh uh recognize what party next door 
you know, and he was making more uh, those features that would fit the song rather than impress uh, a hip hop lover. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Absolutely. So, but but the cool thing in Drake's catalog is that he has both, and I think people don't absolutely. give him enough credit for that. I think I think that that's one of the things that ultimately, um, in my in my praise of Drake, I think deserves uh, deserves more is the fact that he really I think he gets more flack, and it's probably because of the ghostwriting, because of the beefs, and all of that that he um and just like you know just hearing some of the ways that he's you know kind of done some things that probably aren't aren't you know aren't the most uh aren't aren't the best things to do behind the scenes and but when you look at the step back of drake like i think a lot of people forget about like he's done a lot of the for the culture moments and like for hip-hop moments i think a lot of people look at him as just you know the the ultra ultra pop star rapper that you know the michael jackson level of uh, of pop in his in his genre in hip-hop and we we've never seen somebody as popular as Drake um, in hip hop, and I think that I think that a lot of times what gets lost sight in that is that he he has in his extensive catalog he has moments where he's you know rapping uh, about Pimp C or he's you know or he's or he's even sampling Pimp C or he's you know or he's doing these like things yeah. are hip hop very hip hop centric moments and and they're rooted in the in the connection of of hip-hop and like he's putting out songs like 4 p.m and calabasas where he's dissing puff and like you know those are like hip-hop <laughs> credible like those are like but you know what i mean like it's funny but those are those are like important hip-hop moments and so i think that he doesn't get enough credit for for doing that which is why ultimately you know his his overall feature run is to me the by far the best of of the three because he has number one the most extensive volume and high catalog of of the three that we're comparing yeah, here i, I want to add if if that's going like all genres you know because he mm -hmm. does do a lot of his peak features on r&b records right um you know if we're going like selling yeah. records type shit but uh yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I think of all genres drake but if we're going strictly hip-hop like I'm glad we had this discussion because I'm all like, I, I'm swapping my shit around. I want to be like, Ken or uh, Cole number one, Kendrick two, and Drake three. If we're going hip hop features, mm. Mm. So if you're just talking, yeah, if you're just talking hip hop, yeah. But you, if you're talking just features overall, you'd pro, you'd have them what Drake one, Cole two, Kendrick three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think. So mine was to to recap because I never said it, but it was obviously implied through our conversation when I said I had Cole yeah. three and Kendrick one. That leaves Drake at two. So Kendrick yeah. one, uh, for this particular window, uh, for the windows that we're looking at, Kendrick one, Drake two, Cole three. But then overall, I would have them as, I would have them as Drake one, Kendrick two, Cole three. Um, and then if we're just going, and it honestly, if we're just going if we're just going hip-hop um i would still give i would still give drake over cole because i would go kendrick one drake two cole three again because for me i i look at like he's got those ross records and like those are like hip -hop. like he definitely obviously he has yeah. his r&b his r&b cuts that he gets into in his bag there and you know his rihanna songs his you know all of that but he Someone he also just had those ones what's that 
Oh, I was just saying he got that Summer Walker R&B record. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So like he's he's got his he's he's got his he dips in that R&B bag a lot, but uh, but I do think that when he actually gets in in his rap bag and he does it enough for me, um, uh, you know, the Rick Ross features, the all of that, the Two Chains features, all that. Like I think he really does a great great job. Wayne, of course, he does an amazing job with those features, and I would actually put him over over Cole because I just feel like at the end of the day uh, the, the the ones that shine the brightest in the song are Drake and Kendrick to me over over Cole even though every time Cole is on a feature he is usually he is usually one of the best parts if not the best part of a song but there but I think more consistently I walk away from a song that that they're featured on going wow look at Drake or wow look at Kendrick than I do Cole simply I feel that I, I can't argue with that, man. Um, I I do think when I I listen to Kendrick Lamar, I I have to be in the right mood because I'm mm-hmm. gonna keep listening to Kendrick Lamar. You know what I'm saying? Rather than uh, no, but that that's not features wise, obviously. And like right, if right. a J Cole just playing record comes on, uh, I'll probably listen to that record and then another artist. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah, I, I definitely get that, and that's definitely the thing with Kendrick that um, that you have to concede is that, and, and I think that that's something that I also like to give credit uh, Kendrick credit for too is that he's able to pull in, he's able to all, all three of these do it actually, but um, but particularly Kendrick, I'm particularly highlighting Kendrick because of how dense like we talked about his story is and how the how how important the narrative and stuff is with particularly Kendrick, and I think that. He the cool thing is is that he gets a lot of casual listeners to kind of come into that realm. Like my friend, I mean, she was like, when I asked her to name her favorite rap songs, she literally said, um, "I like DNA, I like Passion Fruit, and I like uh, In My Feelings." Like she had never heard, her, she had never even heard a J Cole song, and I was like, uh, "That's how like non hip hop she was." And so I was like, when I brought her into that, so the fact that Kendrick's able to have her listen to Good Kid and her be like, yo, you know, like, like, it's crazy how he, like, how on Good Kid, like, this, this person is connected to this person, and it's like this story, and it's like, yeah, that's, that's really cool to me that he can bring somebody into the, into a a whole world like that, but, but at the same time, it also works against him, because not everybody is like that with music. A lot of people just listen to music because they like how it sounds, and then, and then they go yeah. from there. If, if they get something important from it, you know, if they get some kind of important message from it, great. But a lot of times you're just listening to music for to fit the emotion that you're feeling or want to feel. Absolutely. There's a music listeners and then there's people who listen to music. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, well, listen, man, I think this has turned out absolutely great, this podcast. I've enjoyed recording it with you, Jed. I always yeah, enjoy I you coming. you having me. Of course, man. I always appreciate you on Clubhouse as well. Um, the, the rooms that we have are, are very fun, and I, I enjoy them a lot. I haven't been on Clubhouse much in the last like week or two, but um, but yeah, that one day I remember we did like we did like three or four rooms together in the span of like in the span of like six or eight hours, and <laughs> yeah, I really enjoy I really enjoy that stuff, man. Um, keep doing what you're doing. I have a link to all of your all of your music and everything that every place to find you. I have that in the link to this the description of this podcast so if you're a listener of this podcast i highly encourage you checking them out 
um, and giving him a follow also also because he's a dope and real genuine dude, and there's not too many of those to find these days. So I greatly appreciate you, man, and I enjoyed this, and I definitely want to have you back on for another for another conversation sometime. Oh, yeah, man. I'd love to be back. It was a pleasure. All right, man. All right, man. You have a good one. You have a better one. Thank you. <laughs> Peace. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.